Welcome, everybody. My name is Ryan Sabini, and I'd like to thank you all for tuning in to the very first episode of our podcast here. We'd like to welcome you back to the Lunch Table Arguments. Welcome you to the podcast that wants to take Curry over Iguodala. Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to welcome you all to the very first episode of 3 and D. Like I said, I'm Ryan Sabini, and I'm joined by my two lovely co-hosts, Peter and Tony. Boys, why don't you take a second, introduce yourselves. Uh, hey guys, I'm Tony Hernandez, call me Big T, Teal Tony, whatever suits your boat. Um, I just want to, I'm very excited, let's get into this. Um, just so you guys know, my favorite unknown player in the NBA of all fucking time, give me Langston Galloway. Alright, well, uh, my name is Peter Knapp, I don't have any dumbass nickname like Big T, <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> Lance Gallo is a baller, I'll give you that. So, I mean, let's hop right into it. So, talking about the All-Star Weekend this year, it Dog was shit. terrible. Terrible. Absolutely. Shit. You can't get any worse than what happened. Like, they didn't, even, they didn't even want to be there. And that was very evident. LeBron was saying he didn't want to be there. I mean, what do you guys think? I mean, honestly, we didn't see a lot of LeBron. Obviously, that sucked. Not going to lie, LeBron and Curry gave me a little bit of a chub. Just a little bit. Watching that, just... It made my night. You know, with the All-Star game, there's simply there's simply not enough motivation for the All-Stars to actually look at least up here like they want to participate and do well. I mean, LeBron, what did LeBron have this year? Four points? Two points? points. Yeah, four points. I mean, the best player in the world, the most known player in the world – four-time captain, four- or five-time captain, whatever he's at now. It's just – it's he's who the players want to see. And I feel like he's doing a disservice to the fans by giving it a performance like that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you want to see the guys – I mean, how how hyped up was LeBron and Curry on social media? They're like, this is the first time they're going to play together. You're like, that would have been sick if they saw some actual effort. And, I mean, last year's was so good. It was so good. I mean, it got down to the wire. You saw those guys play against each other. I mean, that's like literally the best basketball in the world because it's all USA, all NBA. That's literally the best game you could possibly have on the court. And, I mean, it's a shame that it didn't go well. Roster-wise, that is easily the most talented 5v5 you can buy buy a ticket for today. And it's really – it really is a shame that they – I'm not asking for, you know, try-hard game seven of the finals effort the entire game. But, you know, every every run down the floor, no one even gets back on defense. It's all right. Let's see. Let's see that dunk. Okay, that was pretty cool. Oh, another three. All right, that was cool. Honestly, I kind of started getting nervous once they, like, Katie draft the team. I mean, we're talking about top two player in the world not even playing – Who's letting him draft a team? His drafting was absolutely terrible from the start. Uh, team LeBron, absolutely best fucking players in the U.S., but Team LeBron absolutely outclassed Team KD in pretty much every fucking position. Listen, people have been calling LeBron Le GM for years, and you know what? He is Le GM because it fucking shows. I mean, Kevin Durant, you're going to take – Almost everybody from the East, except the second best player in the East, Giannis, and be like, sends him to LeBron's team, and you actually expect to win the game. It's ridiculous. I mean, I think they just need to do a better job with making All-Star Weekend more fun. I mean, you look at, like, the Pro Bowl and stuff like that. Dude, the clips that they get out of there where you have fans interacting with them. I mean, like, imagine if 
one of the All Star Weekend things was a fan and an NBA player play a two on two against another fan and NBA player. Like, like imagine Tony, imagine me and LeBron versus you and Giannis. Like, first off, we're gonna smoke you, and second off, like, dude, how awesome would that be? Just two little ass dudes running around while these NBA players like that's just fun fan interaction. I understand this year they couldn't do that because of all the COVID regulations, but in general, I mean, like, nobody enjoys watching the Stills competition. That's not fun. I mean, yeah, when you get to the last one, it's cool. But, like, dude, Luca didn't even take off his uh, quarter zip this year. He, like, was jogging. He, uh, Vucevic beat him. Like, ridiculous. I mean, the skill challenge. Go, please go. Tom. No, I, I was just going to say, like, we've, we've known for a while that the skills competition just needs to go. It's not entertaining for anyone. I honestly, I personally would find more enjoyment watching DeMarcus Cousins and Brittany Griner go one-on-one. I mean, that <laughs> would be what, an event. That's what the people really want to see. And imagine, like, dude, like, a game of horse. I mean, you've seen those McDonald's commercials where it's like, uh, LeBron and Dwight Howard's like, all right, off the rafter, out the window, and you got Larry Bird sitting on the bench. Like, imagine something like that, though. Obviously, they're not sitting on rafters. Off the rafter, through the roof, <laughs> off my ass. But it's, it's also like that, that famous clip of LeBron doing that post hook. We see that all the time. Oh, imagine the a horse game like that. <laughs> Literally. And they have the capability to do that. Also, this would never happen because we all know NBA players' egos are a little fragile. But a 1v1 tournament with all of the all-star participants, are you fucking kidding me right now? That's literally, I mean, that ends, if they actually try, that ends most debates that people have every single day. That's true. But again. And it'd be entertaining. Exactly. You're not going to see that anywhere else. It's very true. Exactly, exactly. But Yeah, just put some I, money up for it so we know they're actually going to play just in case. Money to charity, something like that. Anything. That'll get people motivated. Anything, literally, anything. Literally, literally. I think we should touch upon the biggest atrocity in uh, year after year in the All-Star <laughs> game, and that's the fucking dunk contest. <laughs> the fucking dunk contest. Every year, some shithead judge sees the most amazing dunk they've ever seen and thinks, I just don't see it. I just don't buy it. And then Twitter roars, America roars, and everyone complains. All right, you know what I think the main issue is with the dunk contest? It's like, all right, the three of us sitting here in Knicks fans, like, we can suck off Obi Toppin. Like, that's, in, that's enjoyment for us. Where are the big names? Back in the day, you had yes. everyone dunking in the dunk contest. Any big name, you had to compete. And nowadays, we're just not... LeBron? Where's LeBron? That should have happened years ago. Yes. Where's LeBron? I mean, dude, it's like you said, it's enjoyable for us for Obi Toppin. I mean, we're just three jerk off Knicks fans that think it's cool. But, like, <laughs> dude, he's terrible at basketball. <laughs> Why the fuck is he in the dunk contest? I see him airballing three LeBron. every game. Give me Paul George. Paul George is windmilling freaking 360 in game. Give me the guys that we want to see because that makes it even more box office. Absolutely. Anthony exactly. Simons? Who the fuck cares about Anthony Simons' dunk? Are you kidding me right now? That's – I totally I agree. To that. I, I have to, I, I totally agree. And I think a big thing that they need to change, the dunk contest needs to go a little American Idol and let fans live vote the fucking winner. Because every year it seems like the fans know who really won the dunk contest. And it seems like the judges have no idea what they were fucking looking at. I mean, last year, poor uh, – Jeez, poor Aaron Gordon. Holy oh, shit, yeah. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon could have jumped over a toilet bowl, 
pulled his pants down and taken a shit into the bowl, <laughs> then 360'd and dunk, and Wade would have been like, you know what? I just can't give it a 10. <laughs> I had his garbage. Well, just to play devil's advocate here, what's to say, let's say we have a dunk contest coming up. It's all fan vote. What if we have maybe one or two big market players? Does that give them an advantage now? Because we're doing fan vote. Logistically, I don't That's know how to point. handle that. It's a little, it's a little tough. And also, you also, I mean, NBA fans, if there is a single meme player in the dunk contest, they're literally going to win the vote a million to one. Taco Fall is going to win. If Taco Fall was in the dunk contest, he would literally get a million votes. Like, it's just that. You do something like half judge, uh, half judges votes, half fan votes, something like that. Some kind of waiting system where at least fans feel involved. But, I mean, it's been ridiculous year after year. But back to where the big players, I think – not that they need the money, but the, for winning the dunk, dunk contest, you get $100,000. LeBron doesn't clean up his cum with $100,000. <laughs> That's not – that he's not even working right. twice at that. What incentive does he have to do that? And if you he loses – Give it to a charity. Yeah. You give it to a charity. Right, yeah, charity right. in L.A., wherever they're playing. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, exactly. For the local area, that's – all those all-star cities – I listened to uh, another podcast. They're talking about how when you bring big events to cities like that, you're bringing so much revenue to the areas that everything, everybody wins when you have an all-star game like that. And especially when your biggest stars come out, imagine if you had an entire school district of kids looking like, hey, LeBron, do a, do a windmill for us so we can, we can eat lunch. Like, <laughs> stuff like that is, or, uh, would be amazing. And it, gets, and it gets the NBA more involved with communities too, which they all love to do. Absolutely. That's a lot of – that, uh, they could really, really ramp up the pressure and be like, LeBron, our school's getting bulldozed if you don't win the dunk contest. <laughs> <laughs> it's on you, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be, imagine the pressure of that. I think mean, he'd try really hard. He'd give a lot of effort. He would. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was just thinking right now. Just like, I'm just seeing that MJ meme in my head. Just fuck them kids, bro. Could you imagine? <laughs> fuck them kids. <laughs> what do you guys think about the three-point contest? All right. I think, I think it's perfect as is. There's really nothing to, there's really nothing to say because, I mean – Mm-hmm. It seems like the best shooters in the NBA consistently want to show that they're the best shooter in the NBA. I mean, Curry participates almost every single year. Has won it. I mean, Jesus Christ, his performance, his performance in this past one was what do you have? 31 30, out of 35? Ridiculous, shoot? ridiculous, ridiculous. So that doesn't seem like it, it has any issues. It's just, I don't know, with shooting threes. It's not the most exciting thing, unless you know, unless you go on like a hot, hot streak like Curry does. Uh, honestly, you know, no, I, I personally find a little bit of enjoyment out of it. it. It's my favorite event, just because of the fact it's like it's so clear cut. You know, dunk contest is very subjective. The All Star Game, you're not going to get any effort. It's just shooting threes. It, it's kind of hard to mess that up. You know, that's true. Yeah, what about a fan three point shooting competition pick? Five random bozos out of the crowd and see what they can do. Put them up against the NBA yeah, they players. Should, honestly, or may- just go on Twitter, find the biggest shit talkers that just fucking hassle NBA <laughs> players. Just put yes, them at the three point yes. line. Oh my god! Imagine Stephen A. Smith, Skip Bayless, all those guys. You put <laughs> Michael Rappaport. You ever seen Stephen A. Smith? <laughs> oh my god! You see Stephen A. Smith's shot form? 
Guy looks like he's literally never picked up a basketball Stephen A. Before. Smith he paid millions of dollars. He looks like to talk he looks it. like he just walked away from the grill and said, "Hey, young boy, let me get let me get let me get a shot. Let me get a shot." <laughs> That's good. That's good. Makes on his tenth attempt. I still. <laughs> I never missed two in a row. Oh, I never missed three in a row. Honestly, so. something like that would be entertaining. I mean, we watched Kevin Hart and Draymond Green go at it. And, I mean, even though they kind of scripted it at the end, it was kind of bullshit. That was entertaining to watch. That was oh. definitely entertaining to watch. I mean, listen, it's it, I, I know I personally would love just watching media personalities finally <laughs> put their money where their mouth is and show that they're, they're not shit. I mean... Jesus, literally. LeBron could literally say could run into a burning building and run out with five children in his hands and skip Bayless to treat out. Is LeBron still washed? <laughs> Hashtag LeBum. <laughs> Find out next on Undisputed. That'd be great. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. I mean, dude, I saw a video of fucking Bill Nye hitting the home run in a celebrity All Star game for baseball. Exactly. I've seen that like, clip. If Bill Nye can hit a can hit a can hit a home run. I think it was a softball field, but if Bill Nye's hitting the home runs, I could see Stephen A. Smith playing in a fucking all-star game. Get his old ass out there. Stephen A. Sure. Snatching angles. Imagine that. See, but that would be awesome. Or, you saw that. You saw Stephen A. Smith cross get Bayless. Would, the internet literally would explode. They couldn't. It wouldn't be able to handle. On the flip side, Rachel Demita crossing up Steve Bayless, get Bayless, and Stephen oh A. God. Smith just absolutely destroying them. That'd be great. And then Andre Roberson, the dumbass, sitting on the sideline. Like, yeah, baby, good job. If they tr- if they trash talk any 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 way like they trash talk each other on TV, it could oh with hot mics that could be that could be something there. I- I'm sorry, I know we're having a serious conversation. It's just every time this topic gets mentioned, I have to bring it up. Andre Roberson, out of all the NBA yeah, players, man. Andre Roberson, unbelievable. Andre Roberson. Bro, I think that I could shoot better from three than Andre Roberson in an NBA season. You might be able I to. I mean, they they literally put him on the yeah. floor, and they're like, you need to exist on this basketball court. And <laughs> you need to just be a body on the court. And he's like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that, Coach. <laughs> Wait, you're going to pay me millions to do that? All right, bet. Bet, 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 bet. All right. All jokes, though. Andre Roberson. All right, what do you guys think about process. that? Uh... Oh, dude, you would knock in my mouth and dunk on me. Ten times out of ten. I've had people at the local park try to dunk on me. Andre Roberson, we're joking. He would absolutely. I got dunked on. I got dunked on by some random ass dude. (laughs) If that guy can dunk on me, I'm sure Andre Roberson can dunk on me. Real, real talk though. If there, if there is any, and if someone put a gun to your head and said, "Pick somebody who is in the NBA right now," is there anybody you think you could legitimately maybe take? Who, who's the best? <laughs> Alfred Payton. All I got to do is just semi-contest one of his layups, and I'm going to get a <laughs> rebound true. eventually. Honestly, yeah, that's literally. true. Because he ain't... Oh, man. Alfred Payton, Alfred Payton literally got in the NBA. A team boss was driving by, and they're like, we're short a man for tonight's game. And they stuck their head out the window and say, hey, you, you're kind of tall. You want to come get on over the bus? Honestly, I'm... You got a weird ass hair. I might be able to take Obi. If I could keep Obi on the three point line, that's saying it's game over. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> game over, dude. Last night, watching that Nets game, we're down <laughs> by fifteen. I look at the court and I'm like, "All right, let's see what we got out there." Obi topping air balls of three by about a foot. Get him off the court. He can't. Play. At least right now, you know what? He's a rookie. <laughs> he can't. I'm, I'm going to give him some time, just like I gave Frank some time. 
But who I, I did see someone say that Obi Toppin could be the next Amari Stoudemire. And to that, I, I all I have to say to that is only if he punches a fire extinguisher. That is the only accurate comparison that you can make. <laughs> that is that is shitting in stats face right there <laughs> to even give to even give Obi that comparison. We got Nick yeah, Lowe yeah. right here. We'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to yeah, all that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> how about when uh, how about when Drake ruined that picture of Kobe and LeBron in the All Star game? Listen, you may hate me for saying this, but I'm saying Drake enhances. Oh no, no, no! Are you kidding? I mean, all right, all right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The fact that he had the jacket on of Kobe holding the trophy like that was that was tough. But Pretty like tough. That picture would have been better without Drake. Like, it, it's cool with Drake in it, but, like, dude, he, he could have just ruined one of the most classic NBA pictures of all time. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if this ha- if this was in, like, 90 – if this was in, like, 91, that could have been MJ on Magic Johnson with Michael Jackson clapping in the background. You would like, – that could that, – that'd be, that'd be pretty you know, tough. My, I, my prom- I feel like that's what people are going to look My problem is I like Drake. You know, Drake's music is great. But I feel like he's just one of those guys who inserts himself where he just doesn't belong. He does not belong in a picture yep. with LeBron and Kobe going at it. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. I mean, he's on. He's like acting like he coaches the Raptors. <laughs> to be I fair, mean, though, on, the buddy. Raptors I mean, they give him that leniency. It's they they allow it to happen. Oh yeah, and as they should, as they should give him that leniency. See, like. I'm not, I mean, I'm not like defending Drake here because Drake, Drake, in, I mean, when Drake makes sad music, I know that it's good music. Don't get me wrong. But when he's saying shit like my name is Spain, but the S is silent on, on weekdays, <laughs> like, no, it's not like he's rapping about he's, he's rapping about how like he's rapping about how like women don't want him or like a woman hurt him. Like, you're Drake, you're Drake, yo. You're Drake. Walk you outside. literally go, hey, I'll take I'll take you tonight. Walk, we'll, walk, let's go back. walk outside and blink and someone will be like, hey, Drake, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's a yeah, little to a be little, fair, though, I, I can't look at Drake the same after that push of this. Pusha T just absolutely killed him. Pusha T put Drake in the body bag. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Oh, man. How about that shit about LeBron saying – LeBron, like, quoted a tweet. He was like, yeah. I'm, I'm Like, saying he was going to rap. He was like, yeah, I know some pretty powerful people to respond to somebody making fun of him. Yo, imagine an album with LeBron and all the people he knows in music. Ooh, that'd be good. Title it, Bronny Pack 1. It would be good <laughs> – as Literally the hardest shit ever. Rap as good as Kobe did, because Kobe honestly didn't do a bad job. Music itself, I hate to go. I hate to go on a tangent here, but my guy, you, you got you got to think of it this way. So you know how, you know how every few every like ten years or so, there's a giant shift in like giant shift in what mainstream music is. You know, like it used to be like in the fifties, used to be like. Skeet scat, skittle bop, and people be like, "Wow, that fucking slaps!" And then, oh, then all of a sudden, rock and roll comes around, and people are like, "Whoa, that shit sucks!" Rock and roll slaps. All of a sudden, hair metal comes out, then grunge music, then gangster rap, then bling rap, then tra- now trap. And what I'm trying to say is, we are approaching, and uh, all of those big movements happened from somebody dropping an album or dropping a song that was so good and so new and so different that everybody was like fuck that old shit we're on this this is it this is what we're listening to now and i think we're approaching 
that point where someone's going to drop something soon with a completely new sound. And we're going to say, fuck all that trap music. Fuck all the, you know, stop talking about pussy. Stop talking about, you know. And I'm excited for it. And it may be by somebody we know now. And it may be by somebody sitting in the basement right now. You never so know. That's interesting. So would you say that like the last evolution, like getting into trap, would you say the guy that really did it, put it on the map, could we say that that was Fetty Wap? Fetty I feel Wap. like that summer changed everything. What <laughs> the fuck was that? <laughs> Fetty Wap. I'm no, listen, I'm not saying Fetty Wap's amazing. No, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I do know what you're saying, though. I've, you I've met- heard this before. You may have just referenced Fetty Wap more recently <laughs> than his own mother has. <laughs> no disrespect. He, did. He, he, ran, he ran the country for a short period. For an entire summer, basically. Bro, I still yeah. With some one of those songs, eye. Bro. Yeah, right now? Doesn't even have two. Dude, it comes on in the car. It comes on in the car. I'm still singing that shit. Are you yeah. kidding me? It's a, it's a bro, good you're song. Be, you're it's in a the good car. song. Yeah, you ever be in the car singing along to a song and like, when the music's all the way up, you're just singing how the other person. You're trying to mimic absolutely. their voice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? All right. For example, I'm listening. I'm listening to uh, Diamonds from. Sierra I just Lewis listened to that today. With Jay Z in it, right? Dude, so I'm I, I'm getting into the part uh-huh. where, where Jay Z comes up, right? So I never realized that I did this until about two days ago. So I'm right to the point where Jay Z starts rapping. So I try and make my voice like Jay Z's, and he's like. I got it from here, uh-huh. uh, yay, damn, right? That's the lyric. And then my mom uh-huh. calls me right on that point. <laughs> and, and then I heard how I sounded trying to mimic Jay-Z. And I, to this day, will never sing a Jay-Z lyric again because of how dumb that I sounded. Listen, I'm going to make you feel that. better right now. I think we all have a Jay-Z voice. <laughs> Every single one of us. Not me. Maybe, no, maybe it's not you might, I'm you not saying might it's great. Not me. We all have one. <laughs> I feel it. The worst thing that I've ever I feel done. you. I feel you. I know exactly what you're talking about. In the car, you know, I listen to a lot of I listen to a lot of old music and uh, you know a lot mm-hmm. of talented singing. And in my mind, when the music's going really high, I'm like, yo, like I, 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 I should have recorded this song. This is my song to sing. Like I could see myself. I could see myself at Coachella now with everybody in front of me. And then, like you said. You get a phone call, or you turn the music down, and you actually hear what you sound like, and like you roll down the window and just throw <laughs> off on the spot, you know. <laughs> All right, enough of this bullshit music talk. Yeah, yeah. Tony, yeah, give me yeah. your. Listen, listen. Who's winning the finals, Tony? This give might your, be one of the your, most basic answers pick. out there. I got the Lakers. AD's coming back soon. Oh you got LeBron, go. obviously. Some potential stuff that we'll save for later during the trade deadline talk, but. I think LeBron has it. Ryan, what do you think? I'm going to have to agree with Tony right here. I think what we're going to see this year is LeBron James, once again being LeBron James, proving he's the best player to ever grace a basketball court and take down the powerhouse Brooklyn Nets, solidifying his fifth championship and arguably his place as the GOAT, in my own personal opinion. All right. So my take here. Unfortunately, you guys already know it. But my take only comes from the fact that I don't think that KD or Anthony Davis will be 100% by the playoffs. You look at both of those injuries, KD's got the hamstring. Anthony Davis with the Achilles, like, 
those are two scary injuries that can literally snap any time. Agreed. If you can't depend on those guys down the stretch, I mean, I think the Nets are a little bit different. You look at their their two best guys without KD and the Lakers. It's what LeBron and then Kyle Kuzma, Marcus Ault. <laughs> the airball to free throw. The Kyle other Kuzma. <laughs> You look at you look at the Clippers. You look at the Clippers, dude. I'm telling you, they got a squad. Like we knew they had a squad. The second I saw, I watched one of their games recently. They're so deep. Like obviously, you know they got two superstars. You know their starting lineup. Luke Kennard, that trade was unbelievable for them. Luke Kennard brings so much to their team that they didn't have last year off the bench. That obviously, you know, you got Lou Will. That's just a given off the bench. But Luke Kennard gives you shot creation off the bench, another three-point shooter that you can plug into your starting lineup when you need to rest Paul George or somebody else like that. And another big thing that they did, they moved Marcus Morris to the bench. We watched Marcus Morris <laughs> pretend he was Carmelo Anthony <laughs> last, first half of last season. If you get that guy off the bench in the playoffs while you got Kawhi and Paul George resting on the bench – that's a scary team to face, especially if freaking pandemic. To me, that, that's like, a big uh, if with Paul George right lot. now. I feel like he has a lot to prove this season, and that could go one way or the other. I personally, I'm skeptical. I think it's going to lean towards more pandemic P than playoff P. But, I mean, we're just going to have to wait and see with that. I definitely think they're a contender. Like, there's no questioning that. You know what's interesting? Where are we putting Kawhi if he wins his third championship and third finals MVP yeah, with a third 50. team all time. Top 50. Top Bro, 50? you got to think about all the old-ass players that are legendary. No, 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 no. I, I don't – Listen, I was uh, I was starting at top yeah, 20. But listen, I, I – That's where I was give me that. I, We could – I could debate, and I could get very into it in terms of, like, top 30, but – I don't want to go into a whole go into a whole argument right now, but, yeah. He's got to yeah. be top 25. Three you rings. Three different teams. You can't say, no. think of all the players. Don't give me that. that no, no, I'm not giving you that old history. John, John Hondo <laughs> Havlicek back in my day was was lights out. Like, he would get ran off the I, floor. I, I don't know. He would get ran off the floor. Oh, this, is another, <laughs> this is another debate for another episode. I'll tell you that. Because I'm going right, to right, right, you right, on that right, line right. you just used about John Havlicek. That's unbelievable. All right. rest of the playoffs here, we're talking – who do you guys think are the real contenders? Like, we had to break it down to a few teams. We're talking Clippers, Lakers, Nets. Do you think anybody but, else has are, are we talking barring the trade here? Obviously, we have the trade deadline coming in a few weeks. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk, trade. we'll talk trades and what they need to put over the top. But, like, just teams right now, do you think anyone has If enough? Joel Embiid stays healthy, that's a big if, obviously. Um, I think he's been playing exceptional this season. He's been I, – I, you can't ask any more of the guy. Uh, I think if this might be – this might be their year. Who knows? But I think that is a very big if, and obviously barring any trades, and it gets tricky with the Sixers. You know, there's a lot of – there's obviously a lot of talented teams in the league this year. But I think realistically – Outside the Lakers, Nets, and the Clippers, I mean, I don't think anyone else has really got a real shot. And, um, I mean, Embiid, he's doing everything they could have wanted him to do and so much more. But I don't think the Sixers roster as a whole has enough talent, and I don't think he has enough experience. I don't think Embiid could be the guy to just drag his team to the finals and win it all when there's, too, when there's this much 
competitive talent and on so many different teams this year. No offense to him. I mean, they got a squad. They got a squad, though. Ben Simmons is nah. a superstar. He's not a superstar. Don't say that. He's going to be a superstar. Without He's a going to be a superstar. Now, Dude, he might be, he might be the best Please. defender in the NBA right now. Listen, please and don't embarrass. Don't embarrass yourself five. like that when Frank. Name me a player. Exists, okay. Name me a player. Yeah. Name me a player that could defend one through five better than Ben Simmons. It's tough to argue. Nobody. I guess not. I guess not. Nobody's defending point guard listen, through center. In, That's when, valuable, and his playmaking. Listen, when the Sixers blue. are down two and Embiid is fouled out of the game, and they look towards Ben, and he sends a shot into the third row of the stands. <laughs> I got. I, I, that's why you got Tobias Harris. You got Tobias Harris. Long Island man. Shout out to Tobias Harris. Yeah, exactly. He's been balling this year. They, dude, Seth Curry, Tobias Harris. They got freaking Furkan Korkmaz. <laughs> Did you what really did you just say? Yeah, you just you just spit vowel sounds at me. He's a baller. Jazz. Listen, like the jazz? I will disrespect the Jazz, the jazz just as much as LeBron did. Uh, they don't have it. I'm so Rudy <laughs> Gobert, are we joking? I mean, granted, the guy did shut down the whole league. That's pretty yeah, impressive. Other than that, there's no significant accolades <laughs> outside of his defense. I will. I will also uh, shit on the Jazz a little bit. I will disrespect the Jazz as much as their fans disrespect non-Caucasian <laughs> people. But. Um, it's yeah, dude. Utah, Utah, <laughs> you better get it together. Uh, but, I mean, I don't know. When I look at the Jazz, I see – remember a few years back when the Hawks won 60 games and everyone thought they were legit? And then, no, oh, they, sw- they get swept in the mm-hmm. second rounds. Like, I just think they're one of those. While they're winning a lot of games right now and they do have a good squad, I think once it comes – Try hard lock in time, I just don't they – have, they don't have the superstar power to get it done. Don't, yeah, no I just want to clarify. I mean – I, I mean, dude, clarify, they're playing better. Shaq here. Go. I will, I respect Donovan Mitchell so much. The guy is so talented. Yeah, oh, I'm just looking course, at the roster course. as a yeah, whole. Yeah. Dude, they got so they got better than they were last year. Last year they took the Nuggets to seven games. Donovan Mitchell scoring 45 points a night on crazy shooting. Then the Nuggets go on and beat the Clippers. If they're good enough to take the Nuggets to a game seven. They're better. They're they're good enough to take the Clippers to a game seven, and then you look at their team this year. They're playing so much better. They're they're shooting threes at like a record high clip. Ever, it's unbelievable. And their ball movement's great. I know we like to shit on Rigo Barrett because he's just kind of an idiot, but like he impacts the game. I don't want to sound like one of those guys, but he impacts the game on ways you don't see in the stat sheet. Like his defense, his presence. I mean, he just gets dunked on sometimes, but like. I think I don't think they're gonna win. I'm not telling you they're gonna win a championship, but no, definitely. You don't want to draw I mean, the jab. Another advantage they got is like I wouldn't want to be standing next to Rudy Gobert while he's coughing. Like it's just that that takes me out of the game right there. And they got a, I mean they got a lot of depth. They got some balls on this team. Joe, Joe Ingles is a baller. baller for a role for, for a role for a role player. Oh, Joe Ingles, Steve Novak, definitely a baller. All right, next I want to talk about. Celtics and the Heat, these are two teams that are on the fringe of contending. But, I mean, you look at their teams this year, it's very underwhelming. I mean, you had some problems with COVID on both teams. Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler were both out. But 
I don't think that with their current rosters, either one of them has close to enough to compete. Well, for uh, the way I series. see it, honestly, I mean, um, in terms of the Heat, listen, that's a class act organization. They're going to play hard in the playoffs. No matter what roster they have assembled, they're going to be hard to beat. Um, I have so much respect for the Heat organization and Jimmy Butler. I could see Jimmy. I don't think they're going to win it all. I don't. I think they need more pieces. I think Bam's still a little young. He's getting there. I think he's playing exceptional this season. But I, that's, a, that's a big if. Yeah. I don't want to draw the Heat in the playoffs, but at the same time, they're, they're not getting passed around, too, I don't think. Uh, see, with the Heat, I don't want to call it a fluke because the Heat earned every game that they won yeah. in the playoffs last year. They literally worked hard from tip to the end. They earned every single game that they won. And – but – I don't know with with the, with who they have on their team right now. I don't think that you know all out locked in effort, perfect unison like they were playing in last year is enough. And I mean, it it wasn't enough last year. It's definitely not enough this year. I mean, that the record doesn't reflect how good they are right now because they've been riddled with COVID injuries, anti-Semitism <laughs> as of recently. Uh, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but um. <laughs> But, like, you know, I think uh, they could definitely do some damage, but I don't see them coming. I, I see them as a second-round bounce this year, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, like what you just said, they're they're bouncing back. They're, I think they're 15-6 and six in their last, what, that, 21 games. So that's definitely an improvement. But, I mean, now kind of folks uh, shifting more into the trade deadline. With them and the Celtics – they're in a position where you know what one trade could put it over the edge for them. I mean, look at the Celtics specifically. You got a guy like John yeah. Collins who is going to get dealt this year. That's a no-brainer. It's going to happen. With a guy like John Collins, that could really push you over the edge. Like he's a really good player. I think people are kind of underrating him because of his beef with Trey Young, but he's a legit eighteen and ten guy on any given night. He's giving you thirty. Like. That's very valuable, and especially for the Celtics, too. If it's not John Collins, it's someone else. And they have that $28 million trade exception they got from Gordon Hayward. So they have a chance to really move some big pieces around to get them geared you know, up with for the, the Celtics, playoffs. though, like, that could I be think something what needs to, to be like, carefully emphasized is the advantage they have over the Heat is time. Uh, we've got two super young superstars here, at least with the Heat and Jimmy Butler. Um, you know, Jimmy Butler's getting up there in years. Um, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, man, you have some time to help. You don't want to make any hasty moves. That... I mean, the Heat are young too. But I mean, what are they? Too. What they are they without Jimmy Butler currently? Kyle Hero and <laughs> you know, it was, it was okay. I barely what, no lost my butt second thing right there. Come on, it was okay. <laughs> I mean, listen, they're good. They're good without. They're good with Jimmy Butler. But I see your point about the timetables. I definitely agree with that. Let's take it out west for a second. So the Lakers with AD out and Marcus All playing like he's <laughs> literally sixty-seven. Let me see what you guys think about Aldridge or Hassan Whiteside to fill some of the big the front uh, the front court issues. Listen, I I think Drummond, if I'm being honest. I think Drummond would be an exceptional piece to the Los Angeles Lakers right now. See, I don't love Drummond. I mean, it's tough. You, the salaries there. You got to move some pieces around. We're like, I mean, get $20 million. Like the best rebounder by far in the league right now. 
but by, by a mile, but I'm saying the rest of his game, I mean when he was in Detroit, he literally was the he was you should call him the vision. He was 2020 almost every night and it was cr- like the best rebounder you have, but they didn't win any games. Like his game doesn't translate to winning games, but maybe on the Lakers. Yeah, what happens when you put him with LeBron? To, that the would help them in the win league. Games. Exactly. That's true. I mean, the thing about that is the Lakers really do need a rim-running big man to lock down the paint first off. I'm thinking JaVale McGee. Bring him personally, back? Just based off of – he was yeah, there. He was there last year. He knows what – JaVale up. and Dwight. He was really good for them. He was really good for them. He's a crazy athlete, too. Dwight was a beast. Yeah. Dwight – but I mean, Javale McGee could easily fill that role, and then you give time for Marcus All to just relax on the bench and rest his fifty-year-old legs. Like yeah, then Marcus All becomes more impactful. I don't think that adding Andre Drummond and adding those twenty points in is going to really affect you in the ways that you're thinking it's going to affect you. Meaning, it's not going to automatically right, yeah. make them the title favorite. Yeah. Adding Andre Drummond. But if you add a few small pieces here and there, I, I, can I think that. that's more impactful. I agree. Yeah. And I love – I got to give a quick shout-out to JaVale McGee right here because he went from meme to very quality player on an NBA roster. And I feel like not enough people – not I feel like not enough teams. people recognize. Because let's be – when JaVale McGee first came into the league, partially thanks to Shaq, he was a joke. I mean, he literally got literally got clowned literally every week on national television. But he do. He does good work. Uh, he, know, he's he a talented hard, he player. He, like, he does a very talented player. I think his problem was just basketball IQ. If we're being very blunt here, super. His decision making. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he tried to dunk over somebody from the free throw line. I mean, no, that was not most ridiculous. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Who do you think he was? Oh no 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 no. Uh, Barnani. Javel grabbed that rebound and turned around and was like, "This, this is my this moment right now. This is happening right. This is my. This is my. You're right. This you're is right. my NBA Bargnani. Slam Magazine moment right here." Bargnani trying to dunk over somebody. Yeah, was except, actually definitely worse except, than that. I mean, that was... Bargnani's vertical is thirty inches less than Javel's. <laughs> what? I agree. So we got a lot of expiring contracts here. DeMar DeRozan, is he just going to stay on the Spurs? Honestly, really tough to say. Yeah, I don't know. I, this is my blunt answer. I have no idea what they're going to do with DeMar DeRozan. You know, when I think of DeMar DeRozan, I think, I think he's going to fall into one of those great players that, you know, maybe some people remember in a few years. I mean, he never really accomplished much with the Raptors, although he's definitely a fan favorite up there in Toronto. And he gets shipped to the Spurs, and they're, you know, not an okay team. They're not a bad team. I just feel like, I don't know. I'm not sure what team could use DeMar's or Rosen as, like, their number two right now, or even their number three. But I also don't feel like the Spurs – yeah, especially, especially contenders. contenders. And I, but I also don't feel like the Spurs – I feel like they got no use for them right now. I mean, what, what, what are the they're, – they're competing for – the eight, the seven or eight seed right now, like just just to get yeah, they just, like just to go nowhere. I feel like it's, I feel like it's maybe time for the Spurs to take a sit down and think, at least think about oh. just blowing it up, starting over. 
I mean, they got a few. They got yeah, DeJounte Murray is fantastic. DeJounte Murray is phenomenal. DeJounte Murray, along with Dennis Schroeder, I feel like they are just so underrated, such underrated guard players in the league right now. Just consistently work hard and perform well. But, uh, you know, I, they may because they're in the West with so so many other great talents, it'll be it's hard for them to get the recognition that they really uh, deserve. Yeah, another guy, another guy we got to talk about, same category, Lonzo Ball. Yes. Dude, he's having an unbelievable year. You know, he's at, how many, how many threes do you think he's averaging? Like attempts year? or makes? I'll say two. I'll, I'm going to no, go, I'm going to go with six. Oh, like he's averaging 7.7 attempts from three on a 40% clip. On a 40% clip. I mean, you can't ask much. Listen, his problem's been. He's been a meme too. He can't shoot his jump shot. We saw all those freaking terrible shots he's had. Absolutely. Dude, his playmaking and his defense has always been incredible. And he's he's gonna go out there next summer. If he doesn't get traded to somewhere he's gonna resign, he's gonna go out there next summer and get close to a max contract. You think so? From a team. I think he, I I think personally, I think the Knicks are gonna throw that. Honestly, I don't know how I feel about Honestly, that. I think the way the he's been playing he's very gonna get recently, a I think the Pelicans are kinda of starting to realize that he's their point guard. I, I would be surprised if he leaves the Pelicans, honestly. I think him and Zion Well, you know about the Pelicans. They, before the All-Star break, they were ranked, like, bottom half of the league, like, 24th in the league in pace, which makes no sense because you got a guy like Zion. You got to run. Even Brandon Ingram and Lonzo out in the open floor. Who's guarding that? Who's guarding that? Nobody's guarding that. So, you look more – you look now, their pace is starting to get a little bit better. I think they're, they're still middle of the pack. But if you get those guys out in transition, nobody's stopping that. Especially when you got Zion dunking over seven people on the freaking court from a lob. I mean, I also think it's ridiculous. Think Zion's not getting enough attention. Yeah, yeah, he's broke that up. The dude's been a monster. Oh, yeah. He went from being on Bleach Report and ESPN every single day, and I feel like I barely hear about him now. And he's been doing I mean, nothing I, but ball. It's now. a small market. It's tough. Like after Lamar like, Ball, I don't. You're not going to go out to New Orleans and really cover that as much. Unless he does something spectacular, like he's just not going to get the attention. Do I do I dare say? History repeats itself in a few years. LeBron gets drafted to a small market team. They suck. He teams up with Wade. Zion gets drafted to a small market team. They suck. Hey, RJ Barrett, <laughs> fucking boy, let's team up in the Big Apple together. <laughs> couldn't win. Couldn't win a championship in college. Let's go Let's win an NBA, NBA championship. championship. <laughs> what up, Manuel? Quickly, nice to meet you when you're averaging 35 and 10. What's your name, Alfred? I'll see you later. <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy, huh? All right. Old Depot is also getting traded. Where's Old Depot going? I've been seeing things about about New York. And I, I don't love it. it. I'm not, I'm I not love it. I don't love it. I don't love it. I've been seeing that. I didn't even... I didn't even see that, and thank God I didn't see that. I, I think that people are having too much nostalgia about how good he was on the Pacers to actually take a look at how good he is right and now. You know what? Which is not very yeah, good. With NBA, no, I mean, have to take it with a grain of salt, but especially when it's the Knicks. I mean, they'll throw anything out there at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you guys are hearing Knicks. I've been hearing nothing but heat, and I don't like that fit. Uh, I mean, they lost – you think he could step into like Crowder's role? 
He's not a defender like Crowder was. I mean, listen, Victor Oladipo hustles, but yeah, you know yeah. Jay Crowder. I mean, and they are pretty good defensively. Those, those, the Heat, the loss that the Heat had of Crowder and Derek Jones Jr. hurt them way yeah. more than I think they anticipated. Because I mean, Andre is like thirty-eight years old. He's they can't even move anymore. So I mean, they definitely a wing player is who they can take, and then you get Victor Oladipo on the court. You take some of that ball handling away from Jimmy Butler, it gives him a chance to be Jimmy Butler more. Could be something special because you still have both of them in the clutch. Like that's it's not that's pretty good. It's squad, not bad. I do. I definitely love Oladipo to the Eden way more than. I mean, really, I don't. I don't know who else is even in. The, who else would even be in the in the play for him? I'm seeing yeah, Celtics. I'm seeing oh, Mavericks. I don't like the Mavericks. At all. I definitely don't like the Mavericks. They're ridiculous. Uh, I can't. Believe, I can't trailer? believe how funny we absolutely be? won this trade. A hundred percent. The Knicks oh, absolutely stole that one. We we want. Yeah, well, I mean, do they just they just yeah. give these guys these jobs without any kind of requirements? It's ridiculous. I'm sure he was great at what he did with boxing. <laughs> I couldn't name ten boxers off the top of my head that are fighting right now. Why is he talking they're, about basketball? He has no that's how that's analysts though. They're like, "What do you know about basketball?" Oh, nothing. You're in. Here's the fuck. Here's a pen. Oh my god, dude! And it's funny because Stephen A. Smith just murders him, murders him, and and then when Max says something stupid and Stephen is not in like an aggressive mood, he'll be like, "All right, Max, I got to uh, educate you on some basketball because I know you don't know anything." And then Max comes like, yeah. "Yeah, I don't know anything." Okay, yeah. no, you don't know yeah, shit, dude. Seriously, you don't know shit. Just, 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 just to bring things oh, back to the trade deadline, I mean, just for a second. I, I know we're getting really off topic here, and it's great. But uh, one play I'm hearing a lot is I'm hearing George Hill to the Clippers, and I like that move a lot. I do. I am. I am a George Hill fan. Although his missed free throw did cost LeBron <laughs> one of the biggest, one of the best games of his chance, of his career. But uh, we'll let that slide. Yeah, that was... But he's a solid player. I mean, they they already got. They already got Reggie Jackson. I, 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 I honestly believe that George Hill – listen, don't get me wrong. Patrick Beverly's Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly's going to annoy the shit out of you game in and game out. He's an absolute pest. But I, I think George Hill just kind of opens the core for them just a little bit. Just another playmaker on there. You let, you let PG and Kawhi go to work. I mean, I think that's the name of the game at that point. I believe so. I mean, yeah, listen, you want to get him at – what is he on Thunder now? You get him out of that situation, that wouldn't be a bad possible thing. Possible championship. Possible championship. Kawhi's host, hoisting that trophy up. I'm with it. We'll you come know. back to the stake <laughs> in, uh, in July and see, how, and see how hot it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get clowned on social media. This guy said Clippers? This man said Clippers. Dude. What do you think about uh, Buddy Heald? I think <laughs> Buddy, what him. Buddy Heald is now – it's about the best we're we're gonna see from Buddy Hills. He's gonna be he's gonna be a knockdown lights Dude. out shooter, and really and that could that could definitely help you win games. But I don't think he'll be much more than just a guy who can make shots for you. That's ridiculous. Yeah, you know he's twenty. That's what I'm <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's over. Like, like he's getting paid. He's getting paid somewhere in the twenty million dollar range. No, he's not worth that. Like, listen, he had his best year. I think it was two years ago. Then he had some problems with Luke Walton and all the stuff going on in Sacramento because who the fuck pays attention to Sacramento? But 
I mean, him on a good contending team, he's a little bit more than just a spot-up shooter. He can get, create his own shot off the dribble and stuff. So I think that could be interesting because I mean, even with the Kings, dude, Marvin Bagley, what the hell is going on? Why is, there, why is everyone on the Kings just hate Because him? they play for the Sacramento Kings. When you play for – when you when you play for a basketball I mean, yeah, team like... in the state of California <laughs> and it's not in Los Angeles, you or Oakland, That's you true. are literally not going to get paid attention to. And Oakland wasn't even paid attention to until I Seth mean, dude, Curry started. He was like, yeah, maybe if I pull, yes. I pull, I actually get some fans. I mean, dude, like five years ago, it came out that there was a story that Vladi Divac actually tried to say like we're gonna play four on one like we're gonna leave one guy back on defense like he was their gm and he dead ass said like let's play four v one that's the organization that he's got like De'Aaron fox who i wanted the Knicks to draft unfortunately he went earlier i think he went at fifth in that draft four on one it's the fucking nba are you kidding me right now it's 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 really laughable it's just but you know, I can't laugh at yes. dysfunctional organizations. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. like we've uh, we've all no, suffered. We're still paying Joe Kim Noah the past few years. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> joking. We're paying Joe Kim Noah to, sit, really? to bathe in the sun in his flip flops right now, dude. He's... Jungle in Brazil. All right, so I want to talk about NBA Top Shot, Tony. I know you have some experience with it, and I'm speaking for myself. I know jack shit about it. So, what the fuck is it? Basically, in the last month or so, we've been hearing a lot about NFTs. And basically what an NFT is, it's a very fucking fancy word for owning something that you can't physically hold. It's on the fucking internet. It's yours. Now, what shot is, is basically your fucking open up a fucking my team pack on the fucking internet and you're getting these fucking for it. And they're numbered. There's a certain amount of each of them. I personally think it's the stupidest fucking thing, but I've made $1,400 off of it in the last two weeks. I fucking buy them. I sell them right away. Yes, I've made $1,400. I bought a $14 pack a month ago. I opened it. There was a fucking highlight i think you said something like 3500 of these highlights exist right and it's fucking luka Doncic passing the fucking ball once that's all it fucking is and some dumbass motherfucker paid 800 dollars for that one highlight <laughs> that's that's absurd that what Why? what what is happening in i don't shop right now is a bunch of people just looked around and said you know what this is worth Pe- money now. people and have too much like, fucking money right. i think that's what i guess it is. it is i don't i don't get it too much money. <laughs> I, I mean, dude, people are literally sell, buying and selling the dumbest shit ever these days. Yeah, did you see that guy who listed <laughs> yeah, after, that after he stole the, the capital? This guy listed the podium that he stole. You saw the picture of the guy carrying the podium dude, on his arrested. shoulder? He just fucking Yo, he listed it on eBay for like oh $15,000. Jesus Christ. <laughs> he, did, he actually did get arrested for that. <laughs> he definitely... I could I could see it now. He kicked he kicked <laughs> up he kicked home the door when he got home and he was like, Damn it, look come see what I got from the gosh darn Leonard. You're definitely not listening. You're definitely not listening to this, <laughs> but what well, what's the NBA model game? What are you doing, dude? NBA like where just... magic happens. There's, there's quite a, it's a lot of shit that I, I mean the worst part about that is to like we're not yes, please. Bro, to say that word. Like, especially the word that he said, obviously, we're not going to say it. 
But to say that, to yeah, say that's that part of your vocabulary. That's something that you have to say often. Like that doesn't just you don't just say that on accident. Like that you gotta exactly. Like you gotta just be a, a real piece of shit. Not not to go around off saying that as thing. freely Did as you guys see like he does. Like, the whole thing with Papa John. Unbelievable, man. No, oh, no, no. Yeah, like all last that year when he got fired. He's trying to make his comeback, and like I see him on oh, TikTok yeah, and everything. Yeah. He's in commercials again, I did see that. and he does his interview with that. this lady. I, I don't know what uh, news broadcast it was. He's like, "Yeah, you know, it was just rebranding. It took me ninety days to get the, you know, this n-word vocabulary out of my mouth. It's ninety days. It took him ninety days. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he said that. Like, he said that. Like, seriously. And he thought that that was gonna change people's opinions about it. Like, no, oh, dude, you're a racist piece of shit, and you're gonna and you're gonna you're gonna try and say, yeah, I, the therapy really worked. He, I, just, he's, I just can't. I can't think of the word of anymore. Like, dude, you're an like, uh, I'm okay now. Don't the, don't don't act with. Don't, don't worry. The Papa John's PR team must you're be you're constantly okay. having heart attacks. I mean, every time I got talk, you gotta watch him. Yeah, whatever. Let's get back. Let's get back to basketball here. Fuck Papa John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tony Papa Johns, go to Quiznos. Let's go. Quick list here. What a baller. We got some studs here. Emmanuel quickly, he's got to lead it off with him, dude. One of the biggest studs of the in, I mean, one of the biggest studs in the entire NBA right now. Not not even not even just the rookie class. I mean, for where he was drafted, zero uh, zero expectations. Like really nobody was expecting much from him. People thought we were foolish for taking him as high as we did. Yeah, I mean, we took him at the back half of the first half, first round, and people thought that was too high. I mean, he's done nothing but play well for us. His scoring looks like he's a he's a five six year vet in the uh, in the NBA already. I mean, this guy simply just brings it night in and night out for the Knicks, and you could tell. And while I'm not a fan of Tom Thibodeau's rotation decisions. Uh, you could tell even when quickly doesn't get a lot of minutes one night, he's hungry. When next time he does get minutes, he's hungry. He's hungry to earn the money. Speaking as a Knicks fan, I mean, which is what I love there's about. so much I could say. I think it could just be summed up as he could take my girlfriend. I'd say thank you. Like, thank you for your contribution. You're, you've done so much. <laughs> Please. You can contribute my marriage. Go ahead. But, uh, I mean, another rookie, too. You got to look at Lamella Ball. I mean, dude. I put a bet on him to get drafted first overall because I thought he was first draft pick material. Like, dude, he's just amazing every single every every time you turn around, you look at another highlight of him hitting a deep ass three or behind the back passes, twenty and eight every night. Like, it's ridiculous. He's Listen, playing I, incredible. Lamelo Ball, Lamelo and Lonzo. I came in, I came in off the jump with both of them with not liking them, but that was. Solely because of, I mean, for for a period when they were at Chino Hills and Lonzo was at UCLA, you couldn't open your phone without hearing something about the Ball family. And it was a little, I mean, it's annoying, and it got them a whole lot of hate, which still lingers to today. But, I mean, even I can't deny Lamella Ball is, is absolutely balling out this year. Probably going to win Rookie of the Year, not just because of the hype, but he Genuinely proud. Listen, genuinely one of the things I'm most proud of as an NBA fan is the fact that I stuck with the Ball family Absolutely. pretty much the entire time. Minus Leangelo, of course. Listen, the guy might be the greatest stealer of all time. He's just right up there with John Stockton. But you know what? Lonzo and Lamella, I believe in the man. I have a <laughs> BBB sweatshirt hanging up right in my closet. This, I think the Ball family is legit. 
Um, James Harden, the next guy I want to talk about. So, obviously, you look down the NBA, you want to talk studs, you're talking all the superstars in the league. I think James Harden especially is playing incredible this year because he's adapting his play style. The big question when he got traded to the Nets is, oh, there's not going to be enough ball to go around. They're not going to be able to work it all out. Dude, James Harden last night had a bad game, and his bad game was shooting, I think it was like five or seven feet from the field, efficient from the line. And he had 21, Inside 15, and 15. And people are like, oh, Inside if Harden it. played a little bit better, they would have smoked the Knicks. Like, how much better could he even play? Oh, my if God. If Arthur Barrett dropped 21, 15, and 15. Literally. Dude, literally. I would have burned down New York City. I would have burned down New York City. Stop. There would have been nothing left. What upsets me I about – The only thing that upsets that. me about James Harden is I feel like a lot of people really take for granted what we're seeing from him. I mean, think about it. When we, when we were just entering high school – like a few years back, people were like, oh, Oscar Robertson averaged a triple-double, and that's just crazy. Like, that'll never happen again. And then Russell Westbrook does it three fucking seasons in a row, and James Harden starts dropping, starts dropping 50, 60-point triple-doubles. Like, that is, this is never – this. I mean, players are so fucking good now, and I feel like not enough people are like, take a, take a step back and just be like, wow, like – Fucking wow! Crazy. Listen, I, crazy. I know with all that's never happened. Like, I think he po- deserves it. I think he's been waiting to get out of Houston and just have that load off his back for a while now. But I listen. I think if you're the Lakers, you're playing the Nets in, in the finals. If you're LeBron James, there's one glaring hole in James Harden's game. Send a fucking stripper to the hotel room. That's it. It's that simple. Don't overlook <laughs> that. All right, two more guys in the Absolutely. subcategory. We talked a little bit about Joel Embiid earlier, so we'll kind of gloss over that. He's 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 an MVP candidate. Hopefully, he comes back healthy. Absolutely. Hopefully, he comes back healthy from that injury. Scary, but thank God it's nothing more than just a sprain. But Zach Levine and Bradley Beal. Oh man, I wish Beal. I wish Beal would ask off for the Wizards. I mean, he has put in. He's put in more than his time in Washington and has literally got not the, what's the farthest they've gone with him on the team? The second round when John Wall was still good. I mean, it's just another insane talent. That you know what? At the very least, way though, I love how much attention he's getting with John Wall off the roster. Like, he, he was clearly in John Wall's shadow for yeah. a while there, and he's it's quickly about emerging and just absolutely <laughs> killing the opportunity he's getting right now. Exactly. I, I like that he's not like an under an undervalued and un, underrated player in the league anymore. I think people finally recognize and give him the props that he deserves. Yeah, I agree with that. And I also say the same thing for Zach Levine. I mean, last year, Zach Levine was having a great year. And everybody's kind of like, okay, this is, this is it. Zach Levine's hitting his prime here. And then he comes out this year and he's balling out. I mean, he's carrying – the Bulls right now. Like, the Bulls have, like, a decent squad, but without Zach Levine, Listen, there's nothing there. Like, yeah. you got a few guys on the roster, but when, he is playing when, out of When Zach Levine was still in Minnesota, I mean, watching him back in the day, like, I thought he was, I thought he was, I thought he was pretty good. Uh, like, literally jumps out of the gym, like, highlight player. Then he got to the Bulls, and stats went up. I, I like. I still thought he was okay, but I thought his stats were a little inflated because he was on the Bulls. But Zach Levine in these past two years has eliminated all doubt in my mind that he's legit. I mean, he's sensational. I mean, the game in the Hornets, the game against the Hornets last year, where he stole the ball and hit a la- uh, last second three to win the game when they were down five with like six seconds left. 
Like crazy, crazy. Like he is not he is not to be disrespected anymore. We're actually out of studs. We're in the duds here. Uh, Kevin Durant. Where the fuck is he been? That's gonna get some. That's gonna get some hate. But Kevin Durant literally plays maybe once a month now. Yeah, dude. They've only. I think I saw a stat that they've only. Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and James Harden have only played like seven it's just games like, together. Some crazy stat like that. I mean, it's just, it's just like he fucking, you know, he gets yeah. he gets COVID, then he comes back, and then he gets he plays two games, then he gets injured, then he's on COVID protocol again for contact tracing, then he gets hurt again. I mean, he's like <laughs> he's like a fucking period. He just he's, he's on a cycle, you know. He's on a cycle and shit. I mean, shows up whenever whenever it's most inconvenient. <laughs> You know what though? I'd love to see I'd love to see him healthy though, because LeBron won the championship against the Nets this year. I was like, oh KD if they had KD they would have beat you. If LeBron's gonna win a championship against the Nets, I want it to be against you, Kevin Durant. I want to see you, you know, LeBron hitting that pull up. You know what? Space, like, the same oh, way I, he did it has been playing. I would love I, at the same that. time, at least the Nets have enough to compensate for that. I feel terrible for the Timberwolves. D and Cat uh, what's the statistic with that? They've played what? That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. That's crazy. Eight eight games in their careers together. Eight games. He's been there for what? Two years now. He got traded trade deadline last year. Unreal. I mean, you you gotta feel it, especially for Timberwolves fans. Like Knicks fans, (laughs) sucks to be a Knicks fan, but at least we live in New York and New Jersey. Like, imagine living in Minnesota and your your NBA team. NBA team. (laughs) Their teams suck ass. I mean. The, the the Vikings haven't won shit yeah. literally ever. I mean, I don't watch baseball. I don't know about the Twins, but like the Minnesota Wild are, aren't good either. The Timberwolves, you had good. fucking you have Kevin Garnett on your team. Kevin Garnett, what a you player! Can't man. even make it to the conference what a finals. Guy. Like, I've, what? If, oh man, my god! I was watching a video the other day. Kevin Garnett arguably has the best. Peak season. Of yeah, I think yeah, 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 yeah. That's the season. He's, I think sure. it was 0304 where he won that. Where he won that third. MVP. Was that was that the year 0304? Dude, he had like crazy efficiency stats. Like honestly, stats that, call me crazy. That's a go past unbelievable. People don't talk about him crazy. enough. It's just because he. It's yeah. just because he. You know, like you know, Minnesota. To be fair, though, to be fair, though, he wasn't he one one like crazy with the Celtics for that era of basketball. The way he was playing, dude. You saw that video of him on Team USA running up and down the court, one on oneing the other people. He ran down three or four times, hitting turnaround jump crazy. shots, crazy. crossovers into into a jump shot as a power forward. Uh, next dud, Marcus All. He sucks. I think Paul's playing in Spain, right? He's so old. Like, he just oh can't do God. it. Yo, thank God Paul Gasol didn't come back, too. If Marcus Gasol looks like Jesus this. Christ. Yeah, but he was – there was rumors that Paul was going to join the Lakers because they were looking for a big man. Dude, if Marcus Gasol yeah, looks like I this, mean, what the hell is Paul Gasol? Marcus Gasol, like? Lakers I mean, fans – I mean, I'm not obviously not a Lakers fan. But even myself, I was like, oh, like Marcus Gasol, that could be a pretty solid pickup. Then he walks into the, the facility the first day and looks like the big show. And it's just like – like I don't know, I don't know what you could expect from him at this point in his career, and he's proven that he's, you know what it is. Uh, the, 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 left to give. the Lakers really messed up here. Like they had Dwight Howard. Uh, listen, I know we're talking about Javale McGee. Javale McGee is great, fantastic for what he is. But we had Dwight Howard, a guy who could not only dominate on the floor but take care of the entire team's sexual needs. 
no one on that Lakers roster was unsatisfied last year. <laughs> Dude, I, I feel like too many people just like brush over the fact. You remember that whole shit that like, <laughs> Wait, like apparently what? he hired a guy to kill somebody <laughs> what so that wouldn't get out. Here? You didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't know that when, when all that when all that like, oh, yeah, shit yeah, about Dwight yeah, came out, that. it was also in there that like he like oh, hired somebody God. to kill kill like the guy who was gonna like expose him. But like but like it never happened and I feel like everyone just kinda let it go. <laughs> what a guy. I love the guy. It's it's, it's killed the training that he was yeah, fucking well, like, he's he's the ridiculous. Best. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've had enough about this. Definitely done. Um, yes. No more Dwight Howard talk. You know, Myers Leonard. Myers Leonard in the certainly end. does. We we touched on that. Miles we touched Leonard. on that. Um, dude. Now we're not. This is a really duds for this year. This is just like duds in general, dude. Which I think Kyle was ridiculous Kuzma when it all went down. Was who the Lakers wanted to keep in the Anthony Davis trade. I mean, at the time, at the time, I'll say myself, I thought that it was decent at the time because, listen, we had, like, what, three years of Brandon Ingram where he wasn't really showing anything special. Yep. But at the time, I was like, listen, Kuzma could shoot. He could space the floor better than Brandon Ingram. Oh, my God. No, imagine you, if they traded Kuzma you know, you know, instead of Brandon Ingram. You, you, know, you know who Brandon won that Ingram trade? It wasn't the Lakers. It wasn't <laughs> imagine? Kyle, it was fucking Kyle Kuzma. He literally made out like a bandit. He is the least talented of all the players they traded, and he, he got rewarded with the championship. Literally the least talented player. Yeah, I mean, good listen, for him. I mean, he's fucking hair, but like, he, was he, can, shit, he, he, he can't complain about it. He's won a championship. He's friends with LeBron. He probably hangs out with supermodels probably all the time true. in Los Angeles. Like, it's the luckiest, luckiest man on the planet. All right, so uh, that about wraps up studs and duds. I mean, we talked about John Collins a little bit earlier. <laughs> for I mean, you, he turned out ninety million dollars. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you you got to be an who. Yo, who for you? does like, John Collins think he is? Literally, who does John Collins think he is? Because he's not a, he's not a player who deserves $90 million. I'll tell you that much. Is his role in the Hawks really that not important that he needs all that money? Because I don't think so. And I think the Hawks are smart for saying – I mean, I think – I, I think, think he's, he's good. I think he's good. He is. I just don't – I mean, he's going to get paid out in the open market. I actually saw rumors today that the Timberwolves are pursuing him heavily. Or the interest. Which could be interesting. <laughs> But that doesn't help Jesus their problem on Christ. defense, whereas he would just add more yeah. offense. Like someone, someone will give him that money. Yeah, I mean, seriously. nothing. Sur- <laughs> after Solomon Hill a few years ago got forty million dollars, nothing surprises me anymore. He got forty million dollars <laughs> for averaging two and zero. That is Listen, I just I want to reiterate: we're still paying Joakim Noah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Something about New York franchises. Who's that? Who's that guy? Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. We love Bobby Bolina. Pay for us. Bobby Bolina. He's been getting paid literally our entire lives. He's been getting paid, and he's gonna get. I'm gonna paid be. Until, like, <laughs> I could be bald by the time old. that guy stops playing. 2027. Like, Two kids, a fucking mortgage, still getting paid. <laughs> All right, let's get into our last segment. Amazing. Here. Rewind the next tape. So. This has been a great year, honestly. All around, amazing year. Like, I couldn't have asked for anything else. When we went into the season, I literally remember before the first preseason game, the Knicks put up something on Instagram. (laughs) And I will admit, I commented, I said, 
trade Julius Randle for a bag of chips and let the young guys play. I said that. Those words came out of my mouth. So I'm not I'm not going to sit here and act like I've been on Julius's bandwagon this whole time. He's fucking unbelievable. He's playing out of his mind. He's opening up the floor for everybody else, which is making uh, it easier for himself. Post-move turnover. Aside from a few short times where he gets into those modes where he's just trying to one-on-one everybody, take leaning fadeaways. He's playing. Yeah, exactly. Listen, listen, man. I haven't had this much fun unreal. watching it. I mean, I mean, Saints fucking Jason Kidd was on the fucking team. Like, this is – we're watching unbelievable basketball, unbelievable defense. If we can get a couple more right pieces that fit the culture of our team, we're in very good shape for the next couple of years. R.J. Barrett defying expectations right now, showing everyone why he should have been on that fucking rookie team last year. Emmanuel quickly's balling up. We have a team full of dogs, and I am so happy with this roster. Yeah, we got a team yeah. full of dogs, and do I dare to say Oof. we're one piece Oof. away from contending for a championship? <laughs> do I dare? Do I dare? Do, wait, do I wait? Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Do I dare say? Relax, relax. Give relax. me, give me Kawhi Leonard, and add just to listen. Just, I, I just dare say, more I depth kind of agree team. with you. But when we say one piece New York, away from contending, we're talking top, top tier talent. It, it, it... <laughs> yeah, it, that, but, uh, yeah, like uh, that's yeah, bad. We're yeah, that's Kawhi or bust, if we get Kawhi Leonard, if he was on our team right now with the defense and the hustle that the Knicks play with right now, oh my fucking god, he'd fit in seamlessly and be the closer that we finally that we've been Dude. needing. Literally, Dude, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna throw. Dame's not happening. Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, Carl Anthony Towns. Dame's never happening. Who we? One of those. Yeah, I'm, mark my words. Listen, one of those I, players. I've been yeah, saying I, I think Cat's one of those players will not, be. In it's gonna game. have to be Cat. When? When Dame. is the question? Dame's great. Dame. Dame has shown enough. Has shown enough and stayed long enough where I feel like he's like listen. It's Blaze is a bust at this point, and the Suns. I was I was pretty high on the Devin Booker uh, Devin Booker uh, train too, but they turned it on this year. I feel like he's suddenly not that interested in league, getting out of Phoenix so fast. I mean, yeah, but the the Suns without could Chris be, Paul could, is that just the Suns again? Like, I know they had that stretch in the bubble, but like, I give it. I yeah, Chris Paul. Uh, yeah, dude, I was I was saying this when I was watching him. Uh, I was watching him a few weeks ago. I mean. He consistently just makes the perfect decision on each possession. Like, his uh, basketball not to IQ mention, is so not, high. Also, like, it's, the hunger it's that insane. he has while he's playing. And it shows. I, he was one of the only ones in the All-Star game that I really not, saw going at it. Yeah. Listen, like, talk about, talk about like, tragedies of player, yeah. good players never winning championships. Chris Paul, man. If there's anybody Also, the league fucking screwed him. He should have been a fucking Paul. league. There's nobody. He just... Yeah. Oh my God, Chris Jim Paul. Laker, that Chris Paul was ridiculous. Chris, yeah, Chris Paul and Kobe was two OT <laughs> in 2010, but now we have KD, KD Harden, and Kyrie on the same team. No, like, no. You know, I know, I know. You know oh. why that didn't work. I know you know why that didn't work. Yeah, Don't yeah. give me that bullshit. You don't have to get the it's the NBA. It's still fucking oh, bullshit. Yeah. All right, all right, Adam Silver. So, yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't know. know David Stern was on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin Knox single-handedly ruins uh, ruins a big <laughs> chunk of uh, mine and Peter's prom night. I remember we were we were both 
We were both oh huddled over a phone saying, the Knicks are next, and Michael Porter Jr. is right there. And we were, like, high-fiving. We were getting hyped. <laughs> and then we see Kevin Knox come up, come up on a notification. And we're like, no! Like, oh, man. Dude, I remember it literally like yesterday. I go, we see that it's Kevin Knox. Me and, like, three of our other friends, we, we go to the bathroom. I'm like, dude, what the fuck just happened? And as this is happening, I'm, I'm like, re-rolling the draft picks because I'm like, oh, guess what? The Clippers, who had – they had two picks in that draft. They took Zaire Smith and Miles Bridges. Or, no, Shea Gillis Alexander and one of those two, and then they traded one of them. I was like, the Clippers are about to get <laughs> – Michael Porter Jr., they're going to win the freaking championship next year with this guy. Then Jerry West passed on him twice. And I was like, all right, I'm cool with, I'm cool with us not drafting him because obviously Jerry West – knew something that we don't know as we're sitting here at our prom. So I was cool with it. Sitting like, here, yeah, I don't have to say, I feel really bad for your date. Speaking to my date, that would have been probably, <laughs> probably would have been a better idea. Yeah. On the Nets game, all right, yeah. I mean, they had, yeah, I, my only takeaway from that game, besides it was a great game, I enjoyed watching it, was – I yeah. think we might have had – you know that graphic of the yeah. Lakers in, like, 2013 where it was, like, Kobe and yeah. a bunch of random-ass people? It was, like, yeah. Jordan Farmar, Jordan Hill, and all those guys? <laughs> Let me read you this lineup. While When I said before, I watched Obi Toppin airball at three. This was the lineup that was on the floor. Frank Nielakina. Can't happen. Reggie Can't Bullock. Happen ever again. Alec Burks. Obi Toppin. And Todd Gibson. <sighs> is, is that not, like, actually the worst lineup you ever – like, under my notes for that game, I said midway through the second quarter, of game, we had worst lineup we could have. I, I believe. Listen to the players. We were the next down five. Taj lineup comes out, and I believe next thing I knew, out we were down fucking eighteen. Taj Gibson should literally have a restraining order against him, banning him from even stepping close to a basketball court. It's, it's like it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing that we're even putting him out there. But I do want to say. What I like of what I well, even though we lost yesterday, what I love that I saw that a lot of last heart. year when they went down big, they would have folded and the game would have been over. And this entire game, and uh, mm-hmm. the, the, everybody, all of our all of our best players were like, like literally, no, oh like, fuck you, the, no, the, we're not. We're just listen, I know fighting back. And look what happened. All, but the all defensive the brilliance of that last two minutes, insane. Oh fucking my god, triple team. I've never seen. I've never seen an NBA team trap the way that they did. It's unbelievable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah no. And 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 the, the it's not even that they weren't fouling them either. You see that happen end of the game? They're they're getting fouls, dude. That last play where RJ and Alec Burks that like style of defense on Kyrie, dude. That Listen, was no. unbelievable. So much heart. And they challenged it. Wasn't I love the game. I, mean, I, I love how beautiful that second literally. half. The only thing I can really complain about is we had so many fucking open shots that we just did not hit down the stretch. That we should have easy open threes. Alec Burks, Alec Burks had at least two open threes in the in the final two minutes of the game. Complete. I mean, realistically, if I mean, three, two of those shots go yep. our way, we're suddenly in the lead, and then that's there were chances. The shot like so. It's not like we had. It's not like we had no opportunity to win. We definitely there were definitely chances yeah. to yeah. come mm-hmm. away and win the game. But I'm still not upset about the performance because we don't we don't we don't have anybody. Like, if, if somebody would have stepped up and made those shots, that would have been a pleasant surprise. Yeah, I know you guys think it needs to be, like, this top to star. I don't shot, even think so. Know? I think it just needs to be lockdown fucking shooters. Mm-hmm. Like, or – and just – and the ball movement was great. 
And we need more ball movement like that. We need lockdown fucking shooters. Ball in their hands, they're going to fucking drain an open three. No question. Alec Burke is a fucking black hole. Peter, I know you fucking like him. Dude fucking could suck my fucking left nut right now. And I, I still wouldn't appreciate that. I love Alec Burke. But... <laughs> I, dude, I think he's a shot maker. I don't think he's, I don't think he's the answer for us to – we're not giving him the ball down three. But – the last thing I want to see is Julius Randle missing a fadeaway three-pointer by 35 feet. I love Julius Randle now, but don't get me wrong. I don't think he should be the one. I get I it. Can, you said I can you understand over that, Kyrie. Though. We were talking about it last night. But I don't like that but, shot. I, I give that shot. Right now, right now, like, I don't who have do an we, Like, I don't, I I don't look I, at anybody I on honestly the seriously right now, believe in a few years, RJ Merritt is that answer. Yeah, I did. I yeah, do too, I but I'm he saying, yeah, I totally agree. But I'm saying right now, I look at nobody on our roster, and I'm like, that, that him, he's yeah, the yeah. guy to close that game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, we got to remember too. RJ Barrett's 20 years old. Like he's younger than all of us. Yeah, this guy. I think he is. Yeah, RJ Barrett. <laughs> I mean, dude, he's 20 years old. He's dunking on people. I'm 21 years yeah. old. I'm sitting in my yeah. mom's basement right now. I'm, yeah, I'm it's ridiculous. I don't think I can like I pay for it. I don't. And jumped. he's and he's yeah, dunking on every center. Not... Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't jump. I don't jump at all. I got a vertical <laughs> leap. Listen, of I don't even know. On, on, on my desk, there. Yeah, yeah. We're at, we're at the fundamentals of a grown-ups basketball game. Where uh, Kevin James is like, all right, fake an injury. It's like, yeah, like that's the fundamental. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. First episode in the books, guys. All right, it's so time time to All wrap right. up. Wrap well, up. first episode in the books. I really hope uh, anybody listening enjoyed. We uh, really put a if you like it. Follow our socials. Hard work into this. We got the Twitter oh, up and running. Good. Green D Podcast. Give it a, a nice little follow. The other stuff is up and coming. We're, we're putting out stuff as fast as we can. We're working on it. Uh, right now for Twitter, I believe it's and what's the handle for the socials? Uh, TikTok is the same.